Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Every week we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. So I cannot wait to share with you what I've been discovering in prayer, what God is um, deeply doing in me, and I know, I believe it's for you too. So if you need a little word today, if you need some encouragement, pull up a chair or keep driving, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, grab a Bible if you can and let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your gift of life and love. Thank you for calling us by name, by choosing us. Thank you, God, for inviting us here today to be together. I know that um, you ordained, God, that every person listening would hear this message today, that it's for them. So give them the faith to believe that in this moment. This word is for them. It's about them. Thank you, Lord. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Guys, I had the sweet privilege and joy this weekend of picking up a friend from the airport. Ah, let me tell you more. Okay, you're probably thinking that's not that exciting, but you know, it's pretty exciting when you pick up uh, the Sisters of Life from the airport. It's a real joy. I think we can all agree. And uh, to be honest, that wasn't the way it was supposed to go. Kelsey was supposed to pick them up, wasn't able to pick them up, hit me up, and I was like, uh, yeah, yes, I will pick them up from the airport. So I cruised down there, and you know, the sisters didn't know it was gonna be me, so we're waiting for them to come down the little, what's that called? Anyway, for the big reveal. And when they come around the corner, we were just both mutually so delighted to see each other. And uh, as we're going down those escalators, headed towards baggage claim, one of the sisters said to me, what's the deal? Like, what a surprise, you're here. And I said, yeah, sorry about that. You got the B team, because <laughs> Kelsey wasn't able to come. And even as the words were coming out of my mouth, I, I could feel the Lord there. Like, ooh, there's something about that. There's something to me thinking that I'm the B team. Now, of course, I was being a little silly and, you know, everything doesn't have to be this profound spiritual thing. But I will tell you, when you're walking with the Lord, when you're living uh, a discerning life, walking with the Holy Spirit, when you're rooted in God in prayer, everything is about the Lord. <laughs> he is with you. He uses everything. And in that moment, I became aware of uh, this little insecurity, right? This kind of belief about myself and my life as... I don't know, second best or not special or uh, the B team, right? Maybe you've felt that way too in your past or in your life right now. Maybe it was in your family growing up. There was just always another sibling, right? Smarter, faster, more talented, more artistic. That, that sibling that you kind of always felt like you were being compared to. You always felt like the B team, even on your own family. At, or maybe it was in school, right? You're working hard, but you could just never get that grade. You were, you were never that student. You were never the favorite that you desired to be. And maybe that's even continued uh, into your workplace. 
you're working hard, you're, you're trying to come up with ideas and, and serve people and, and do your job with excellence and you feel overlooked. Maybe you even got overlooked for that promotion. We can, we can become aware of this insecurity, this B-team mentality in our work, even in ministry, right? In motherhood, every time we open social media, we're sort of invited into this comparison and you might be made to feel like you're less than. But if there's one thing I've learned from spending time with the Sisters of Life, it is that my life and your life are valuable and sacred. That you, you, my friend, are a unique and unrepeatable, irreplaceable gift to this world. And it was God who chose you, who formed you, who called you, who is with you every moment of every day of your life. You are so wanted, friend. You are loved. That, that's a, the bottom floor, the foundation of our lives. You are wanted and you are loved, willed into existence at this time, in the place where you are, for a purpose. You were created with a purpose, for a purpose. And I can prove it to you. Grab a Bible. We're going back to one of my favorites, Psalm 139. I've been spending a lot of time there uh, praying with the gift of my own life. And I want to invite you into that same reflection today. We're not just going to sit with one verse, although we could. The word is so rich, you could spend days or weeks even with one verse. But I want to read to you today Psalm 139, verses 13 to 16. They're all coming around. They're all um, reinforcing this truth about your goodness. Your goodness. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. Now I want to do something sort of uncharacteristic of Teachable Tuesday, but I want to invite you to close your eyes and to let me read these verses to you again, that they would wash over you. And I want you to pay attention to those movements in, in your heart. Is there one verse, one image that stands out above the rest? You see, the Holy Spirit, as, as baptized Catholic Christians, we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, living on the inside of us. And He is talking to you. He wants to be in relationship with you. He constantly is revealing himself and his love to you. And so in this moment, in this scripture, he wants to reveal his love for you. He wants to reveal to you who you are. So I invite you to close your eyes and to listen with the Lord for that verse that's just for you. 
for it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. Was there a verse there for you? Did something light up your heart? I want you to write that down. I want you to stay attentive to that. I want you to come back to that in your personal prayer. That's a down payment of grace. God has more to say to you about that verse that struck a chord in your heart. So stay there, stay with it. And if I can, I'd like to share with you just a little bit about each of those verses, something to ponder about each one of those verses. Verse 13, for it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I wonder, do you know how to knit? <laughs> or have you ever seen someone knit? It is a, an intricate thing, right? It's, it's a, a complicated process, but when someone knows how to do it, boy, it just flows and it becomes this beautiful piece of art. It's a great image. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And before that, it was you, God, you, who formed my inward parts. Can I tell you today, friend, it is good that you exist. It is good that you exist. It is good that you exist. You were created on purpose. Think about uh, the detail, the desire that goes into that one verse that it was God who formed your inward parts. He loved you and he wanted you so much that he knit you together. You're a work of art, right? He, he brought you together in your mother's womb. I don't know the circumstances of your birth. I don't know your family situation or, or history. I don't know if you have felt like a burden your whole life, if you have felt unwanted your whole life, but God is saying to you today, it is good that you exist. I wanted you, I chose you, I made you. God, God is the one who formed your inward parts. God is the one who knit you together out of love, out of a desire to share this life with you and to be with you eternally. Friend, it is so good that you exist. Verse 14, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. You know, when I first began to meditate on this scripture, it was that last line that I know very well. And I thought, yeah, I do. I, I know myself pretty well. I know my faults pretty well. I know my body pretty well. And my thoughts about my life are not always so wonderful. 
my thoughts about my, my body, my personality, my past, they're not always wonderful. But friend, who you are is good. That's what the scripture is telling us today. That's what God is telling us today because scripture is the inspired word of God. Who you are is good. Your personality, <laughs> your uh, quirks, your interests, your likes and dislikes, the way that you communicate the face of God is unique. No one will ever be who you are ever again. Isn't that incredible to think about? Sometimes we, um, we talk about or, or think about the uniqueness of a thumbprint, but friend, your soul is, is even more unique than that. Your soul will never come again. You exist in this time for this purpose because you were wanted by God and he made you good. If you go all the way back to Genesis at the creation of man and woman, he says it is good. It is good. And when he creates woman, he says it is very good. So who you are, who you are is very good. Verse 15, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth. I love verse 15 because I like a little secret. You know, when do we tell secrets? When do we keep things close? When they're precious, when they're important, when they deserve to be protected. So at your creation, you were a secret. Your frame was not hidden from God, but being made in secret from the rest of the world. He was lavishing his love on you. It was a, an intimate moment, an intimate encounter of God giving you life for such a time as this. Not only is it good that you exist, not only is who you are good, very good in the words of God in Genesis, but your body is good. Your frame is good. It's intricately woven. God knows every cell, every joint, every ligament, every injury, every illness. Your body is good. He sees it, he knows it, and he blesses you, your body, as good. And as women, I know uh, we can have complicated relationships with our bodies. Uh, from the time we're little girls through uh, motherhood when your body is changing so much and, and, and through the aging process we have a hard time loving and, and seeing the goodness of our body but the Lord today is is ordaining he's declaring that your body is good verse 16 your eyes beheld my unformed substance in your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. Friend, your life is good. Your life was wanted. Your life matters. Your life has a purpose. Your life is good. All that the scripture has declared today is true. Now we enter into relationship with God, our maker, and formed in his image, he renews us in his likeness, the catechism says. But who you are from the moment of your conception is good. 
is wanted by God, is willed by God. And this is why we come into relationship with the Lord in prayer to discover our goodness, to be healed of what has told us for our whole lives that we're not good, to be forgiven from what we've done that isn't good, that mars that image of God on the inside of us, to receive mercy and to be drawn back into that most intimate relationship with God, our creator. And if you wanna discover more and more your own goodness and, and God's um, detail, God's precision, God's desire for you, God's plan for you, I wanna invite you to meditate on two things, okay? To look at two things today, your name and your birthday. Your name. I want you to consider the origin of your name. What does your name mean? Why were you given that name? Uh, what does your name reveal about you? What saint do you share a name with? God's fingerprint, God's design is in every part of your life. It is most especially on your name. You might be thinking, I've never liked my name. Why don't you ask the Lord what he thinks about your name? Ask him what he calls you. Ask him why this was chosen as your name. Ask him to reveal your goodness in and through your name, your baptismal name, but don't forget your confirmation name too. There are so many graces and gifts to receive. The Lord is so generous. And I want you today to think about your name. As I was driving with the Sisters of Life, we were kind of all sharing about uh, the origin of our baptismal name, um, our religious, our, their religious name, and discovering the goodness of God in, in those connections and revealing the goodness of one another in sharing those origin stories, those name stories. So why don't you get with a friend today and talk about your name, share, look up uh, the meaning of your name. And then what about your birthday? What about your birthday? Think back on uh, the story of the day that you were born. I, uh, I hope that you've heard that before because friend, God rejoiced on the day that you took your first breath. The room was full of angels in that moment. He has been waiting, he had been waiting for all of eternity for the day that you took your first breath. So what happened on that day? What saint's feast day is on that day? Look back even at your baptismal uh, day. When's your baptism anniversary? I want you to begin to see God's design to hear his voice declaring over you that you are good, that it's good that you exist, that who you are is good, that your body is good, that your life is good. I want you to receive very deeply the gift of your life. In prayer, I've been, uh, ever since my five day, my director gave me uh, some different scriptures to pray with every day and a grace for every week. And for the last three weeks now, I've been praying every day for a greater yes to my own existence. Whew, that hits deep, doesn't it? And that's my prayer for you too, that as you discover your name, as you uh, look into your birthday, as you talk to the Lord about the unique gift of your life, even what's been painful, even what you don't understand, as you share that with the Lord, that you would give him, that you would receive and make a greater yes to your own existence. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for the evidence in our lives of your love. The evidence of your desire for each one of us. The evidence that you willed and wanted and chose and formed each one of us. Give us eyes to see today. Your loving hand, your loving gaze, to hear your loving voice telling us that we're good, that we're loved, that we're chosen. Remind us that we're a gift, a gift first of all to your heart, God, and a gift to the world. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, friend, as I was praying, I just had this little inspiration. Why not share this message with a friend? Is there someone that you know who needs to hear that they're good? that they're wanted, that their life has a purpose, that God chose them, that he's with them. Would you share this with them? You can give the gift of life to someone today by affirming their goodness, by telling them, maybe text them, it is good that you exist. And friend, it is so good that you exist. God bless you. See you next time. Bye.